union maid was wise to the tricks of company spies. She couldn't be fooled by a company stool. She'd always organize the guys. She'd always get her way when she struck for better pay. She'd show her card to the National Guard, and this is what she'd say. You can't scare me. I'm sticking to the union. I'm sticking to the union. Union Made by the Almanac Singers. You're listening to the Independent News Hour on WBAI 99.5 FM. I'm your host, John Tarleton. My co-host, Alma Gagarian, is away this week. Well, we've been talking about uh, anniversaries a little bit here. Uh, uh, this week, this Thursday, we'll be celebrating the 22nd anniversary of the Independent. Of course, WBAI, 62 years on the air, as I was saying earlier. Uh, if you want to become a WBAI buddy, uh, Today, uh, by the time this show is over, you uh, can call 212-209-2950 or go to give2wbai.org. That's give2wbai.org. Pull out the plastic, fill out the form, and you'll be a WBAI buddy with all the awesome perks and benefits that come with that. Also, an, another uh, a progressive organization that's uh, got a big anniversary uh, with a big round number, Coming up is the Professional Staff Congress at CUNY, the union that represents 30,000 uh, faculty and professional staff at the City University of New York on all its uh, more than two dozen campuses. The PSC is celebrating its 50th anniversary next Thursday. The union was formed in 1972, and uh, as I said, it represents faculty and staff across the CUNY system. Uh, CUNY is the largest urban uh, uh, higher education system in the country. Uh, and we're going to talk more about the fight for a free and just CUNY that the union has participated in over the years and other things that PSC is involved with. Uh, James Davis, welcome to WBAI Radio. Thanks, John. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay through this connection? Yep. Yep. Can, can hear you fine. Great. So it's great to have you join us. Uh, so, we have about 10 minutes here. So for starters, just uh, can you tell us a little bit about how the union uh, got going in 1972 and, and why uh, people felt it was uh, urgent uh, for uh, faculty and staff at CUNY to have a union? Absolutely. And first, let me congratulate uh, you and the independent on uh, 22 years. I'd love to actually attend your, your uh, event on Thursday. But as it happens, we had a conflict with our delegate assembly. So when I heard about the event, um, you know, I thought, oh, well, I can't, I'll miss that one. But um, congratulations, 22 years of independent media. That's not a small thing these days. So thank you. Terrific. Um, the PSC, as you said, was formed in 1972, but its roots uh, went back farther than that. It was actually formed through a merger of two existing uh, groups, unions, really one um, calling itself the Legislative Conference, which traced its roots back to 1939 and was really involved in faculty governance and trying to push a legislative agenda. And the other was the United Federation of College Teachers. And as the name suggests, affiliated with um, the UFT coming out of the early 1960s. And um, they didn't see eye to eye, but they both felt that for the sake of supporting and representing the faculty and staff uh, at, at CUNY, it was important um, to merge and and they did and uh, Bell Zeller was the first president. She was a uh, 
a political science professor at Brooklyn College and the first vice president was from the United Federation of College Teachers, Izzy Kugler, and uh, he worked at what's now uh, City Tech in downtown Brooklyn. So, you know, I think what's interesting about this, the founding story, I mean, one thing is that uh, these, you know, these were groups that didn't see eye to eye on everything, but for the sake of the greater good and representing the workers at the university, they found a way to work together and um, fought a lot of really important struggles in those early years. Right. Now, uh, four years after the that merger uh, produced the PSC in 1972, uh, New York City uh, was going through a tremendous uh, financial crisis. And one of the um, uh, uh, costs of that crisis is the uh, the federal government required the city of New York to chart, start charging tuition at CUNY. It, it was the end of free tuition after more than 125 years. And, uh, and, and the university really has gone through uh, many rounds of austerity in the decades since. Can you talk about uh, the fight the union has fought both against austerity at CUNY as well as uh, continuing to carry the torch for uh, free tuition at CUNY, which seems more relevant than ever uh, after everything that's happened with the uh, the student loan debt, uh, partial cancellation, and, and just the realization that, that college costs have uh, spiraled out of control? Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, several years ago, I think the Professional Staff Congress has, you know, has long championed return to free undergraduate tuition at CUNY. And, you know, a few years ago, that was still considered kind of, um, I don't know, fringe position almost, kind of idealistic or pie in the sky. But, you know, it turns out, as you've suggested, that uh, it's, it's much more mainstream now. And you see other states around the country, Tennessee, New Mexico, pursuing versions of free public higher education of one kind or another. Um, and, um, and, you know, we're still, we're still going for it because we do believe very firmly that if it was good enough for the first 120 some years at CUNY, we can get back there again. And everyone recognizes, I think, I think as you, as you pointed out that, um, that the, the pace of, of student loan debt, and the ballooning um, uh, tuition costs around the country for higher education are exorbitant and totally unsustainable. Um, to come back to where you started off, uh, you know, it's not a coincidence that tuition was imposed when the demographics of the student yes. body at the city university began to really change um, and uh, more non-white students enrolled in larger numbers um, and, Tuition, um, you know, is lower, it remains lower at CUNY, certainly than at many other um, colleges and universities, but it's still out of reach for a lot of folks who live um, in and around the city. Um, and so we, yeah, we believe that if the political will is there, we could return CUNY to being free for undergraduate students. And what sort of political will uh, currently exists uh, to increase overall investment in, in CUNY, which probably has d moved more uh, uh, poor and working class students, uh, uh, students from first generation immigrant families into the middle class than any college in, in the country. What, but what kind of commitment is there at, at the uh, city and state level right now to really invest in CUNY? As we know, some of the older campuses have crumbling facilities, 
uh, faculty are underpaid compared to peer uh, institutions? Right. You know, um, I'm optimistic about where we can move in the state budget because we are coming off of um, a budget last year that was much stronger from the state than we've seen certainly since the recession, 2008, 2009, uh, didn't go far enough as far as we're concerned because we have many, many years of austerity budgets to try to climb up out of. But um, the governor did make a commitment that I think is notable to one and a half billion dollars, new dollars for uh, the SUNY and CUNY systems. And we were concerned, you know, given the fact that she's uh, an upstate governor, she comes from the Buffalo area, maybe she'd be more favorable towards the SUNY system than the CUNY system. And the way things shook out at the end of the budget cycle was um, roughly equal treatment. And so even though we didn't get as far as we needed to in the last cycle, I think there's a lot to build on. And what we, I think what we've developed here internally at the PSC is really important, which is a model of engaging not only all of our chapters, which have to be very, very strong at the chapter level in order to move this kind of a political lift, but also with our communities. So uh, as you have heard from me before, we have a coalition called the CUNY Rising Alliance that includes a lot of community organizations and student groups. And through the CUNY Rising Alliance, we've made a lot of progress, not just last year, uh, but I think we broke through in a way last year too bring uh, a large number of state legislators on board with the New Deal for CUNY platform. So um, again, I think there's a lot of momentum to build on coming out of last year. I think I'm concerned about what's happening at the city level. And it's an interesting kind of inversion that we're seeing now where I think, uh, you know, the Blasio tended to support the CUNY system in a robust way, and uh, Kathy Hochul's predecessor in Albany did not. And um, now I'm it's reversed. Sure. Yeah, and I'm not sure, you know, what, what what the long run will be. We've only had one, you know, budget cycle with Governor mm-hmm. Hochul, but I'm really concerned about what we're seeing lately from the Adams administration. You probably heard about the cuts that Adams right seeking and, to extract right now. And, and just to clarify, it's the the city. Uh, makes a large contribution to CUNY's uh, seven uh, community colleges. Exactly. Whereas the state uh, provides almost all of the f- funding uh, along with tu- tuition revenues for the 11 senior colleges at CUNY. So the community colleges, it sounds like, are in peril if uh, the Adams administration uh, doesn't uh, step up its support. Um, and we have to go in about uh, 45 seconds, but just one last question, um, which is, uh, PSC, another interesting part of its history is an explicitly left-wing caucus, uh, uh, won control of the union through elections in 2000 and has governed ever since. Uh, your, your thoughts on, on having, um, union leadership that, you know, explicitly embraces, uh, a, a egalitarian left-wing vision of not only CUNY, but what society should be. Well, I mean, we need we need to be a very progressive and aggressive 
union because our city is one of the most unequal cities in the United States. And so if you're going to run, as you said, the, you know, the largest urban public institution in the country, um, that's, that's not in a vacuum. And so we need to address within the university so many of the inequities that we see in the city around us. So we think it's very important that the union itself um, stake out positions that have common good positions uh, and, you know, have our sights set on really a transformation of the city by way of the university. Okay, well, we'll have to leave it there. But James Davis, president of Professional Staff Congress CUNY, thank you so much for joining us on WBAI and congratulations on the 50th anniversary. Thanks so much, John. Appreciate it. You bet.